Hi there, and welcome to episode 72 of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brown, the man about as smart as a Nokia 3310, although I suspect I wouldn't survive getting run over um, and still being functional afterwards. And as usual, I'm joined by the man who thinks Nokia 3310 is an ARIA, Dr. Alex Connor, and someone who's probably on her smartphone as we speak, Mrs. ADHD. Hi, Alex. Hello, you've reached Alex from the ADHD Adults. We've been getting an unusually high number of calls for seven years now. Your call is not important to us. <laughs> You've done that one before, I'm sure. <laughs> this, this is about phones, though. Oh, it annoys James when I do long jokes, long form jokes he doesn't like. Okay. He gets bored. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway. And Sam, hi. Hi. See, that's what I like, Al. Short and sharp and to the point. How are you both, Mrs. ADHD first? Ding. Um, I'm okay. Where the fuck was the ding then? Short and sharp and to the point. Tightly oh my sex, gosh, you're ti- your sex ti- tape. <laughs> your timing is incredible. That was about <laughs> 10 seconds after I said it. How are you, How are you, Sam? I'm okay. That's what Excellent. people say, isn't it? That's what they say, isn't <laughs> it, is, it? It is what people say. You're never okay. And Alex, you... I'm excellent, thank you both. Uh, yeah, having a good week. Audience seems to be growing larger and larger and larger, largely because people want to listen to James and Sam, which is really nice, but it's so they can feel less shit about themselves. And one of those people sent us a letter. Did they? Says sort of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. It <laughs> <laughs> says, says, I listened to your episode on CBT. Uh, who's uh, it from? From, you know, it's from Robert from Kidderminster. <laughs> yeah. And it reminded me that James had to quit therapy as a teenager because he kept getting erections when they showed him the ink blot tests. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on to write, the best thing about this joke is that I changed it to ink blot test from raw shark test to make it accessible for Sam. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> He, he did love Sam, though, and he, he did love Sam, and he would want her to understand yeah, he would, his yeah. letters. So, so well well done, Dad. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Explains Robert. a lot about James and Sam. <laughs> We've had a real letter. Ooh. Um, it says, <laughs> this isn't the one, but this is real. Alex, I love your recent medieval church posts on Instagram. I'm dying imagining James's face. Reckon we should all start posting photos of ourselves outside old buildings. I'm planning a trip to Florence in April and I'm all over it. That isn't the letter. I just thought how annoyed you'll be. And this is, we DM each other without you knowing on Instagram, on my personal account with the community, about things that will annoy you. And I don't know who that, who looks worse there, you or me. Oh, you, for once, hopefully you, because we've had another... We've had another review for the podcast in which I think, it's hard to say, but I've been accused of, of bullying you or one person Correct. gets berated a lot. So, yeah, so obviously I'm still the monster, even though you literally think up ways to annoy me. <laughs> and I'm literally is there, is there like... a re- You said that's not the real letter. Is there a real letter? There is, yes. Uh, I think th- this time Sam put this up for us from our repository of letters. So thanks, Sam. Did this I? From, well, somebody did. It wasn't me. And that'll, oh. that'll show you why. Did I put it in from... January's? don't know. It says, I'm from the UK, but now live in Sydney, Australia. I'm not giving the name because um, we didn't ask. And was diagnosed with ADHD and bipolar 2 last year and have struggled with titration and medication, especially trying to remember when to take them. Oh, yes. 
Uh, now, mm. for Vance, never listened to a podcast until someone recommended an American guy who I started to listen to and fucking hated it. So stopped listening after five minutes <laughs> and stumbled across you guys. I wanted to say that you were both fucking amazing. Both, Sam. Both. And you should yeah, be very both. proud of what you were doing. I love your honesty, humor, self-hatred of yourselves <laughs> and each other and the correct <laughs> and the advice you are giving. It's helped me over here in Australia, even though it's different to any something, 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 because whoever put this letter into the thing only put half the letter in as a screenshot. I would have put it in. I would have put in it was more me, than one. Listen, no, it was me that put it in and it was a screenshot and it just says different to the NHS. Um, but Medicare has similarities. I can work yeah, that but... out, you big cock. So how can you not? <laughs> I bet there's more PhD, to it, bet. With your PhD from Birmingham framed and put up on your wall in your studio. <laughs> That's jokes on you, James. It's in the office. <laughs> yeah, I've got a separate studio. That, I, it, I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. The un, yeah. unnamed person from Australia, that, that resonates a lot because I have yeah. a form of bipolar cyclothymia, but I'm convinced I actually have bipolar too. And I'm on similar, similar-ish medication, but thank you for stumbling upon us. I like the fact that people stumble upon us, addicts. Yeah, it's how and we Sam. always wanted to build. Well, they and didn't stumble yeah. upon me. I don't matter. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> so no, we thank you all for our letters thanking James and me, and to a lesser extent. So. <laughs> or no extent. <laughs> also, internationally, James, we're still increasing by a surprising. Oh, and I know this because so. I've added them up. One country a week. It's 141 <laughs> countries. The new countries, Iceland, may have done that before. And brilliantly, we, we know who it is because they contact me to say they listen to us while on holiday in Iceland. And they told me how to do the Icelandic hello. And I've oh. lost the letter. So I don't know who it was or how to do that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. I know. Uh, as they were on holiday, I know that means we don't necessarily have an Icelandic listener, but we still want to say... Uh, Gothandian to any Icelandic listener who can also speak Icelandic, which is 92%. That actually sounded like it might have been right. I mean, I, I never want to give you praise, obviously, no, but that sounded no. obviously less shit than most things. Anyway, as usual, this friend that tells you you look tired and asks whether they can help clean your shower of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts. We choose a theme. Last week was about... No, it wasn't. Last week was about CBT, <laughs> the script's wrong, uh, and ADHD. And this week we're focusing on something that quite a few people have got in touch, um, but the thanks to, to Sarah or Sarah, particularly for suggesting this, and that's smartphone use or smartphone addiction in ADHD. The three parts include the usual Alex the Psycho education monkey wanking on about smartphone use, our Hello. personal reflections on the topic, and the third and final bit where we slackly distribute some top tips in rabbit ears. Spunk trumping. So, spunk trumping, thank you. I'm never going to fucking live those down, am I? Spunk no. trumping over on the ticker. So, Alex, put down your Sony Ericsson flip phone and tell us about ADHD and smartphone use. Righto, old chap. As we have definitely mentioned at some point, adults with ADHD are vulnerable to addiction. It is hard to find adults with ADHD that don't have some form of uh, addiction. Mm -hmm. And often have a comorbid addiction disorder. Normally, when people think about addiction, substances, sex, gambling spring to mind, or, or as James calls that, Monday morning. Um, <laughs> that's almost a compliment in a cool James Dean way. I regret that, James. I know. <laughs> the availability and utter pervasiveness of technology. Sorry, just, just a second, just a second. Yeah. A cool James Dean way. Is that the most up-to-date reference that you He's can cool. think of? 
Yeah, yeah back in the 1950s. 70 I mean, years ago, Al. The coolest of all the, the eras, by far. James Dean was one of the coolest people that has ever lived. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on. but the 70s were cooler. I mean, anyway, uh, we'll argue about what <sighs> we won't forget. Carry on. Oh, don't get, don't tell me the 50s was better than the 70s, you monster. Not better, terrible, especially if you weren't white man, but, like, cooler in James Dean terms. Anywho, technology has had a mass, from the gramophone to the Morse code, <laughs> Technology has had a massive impact on everyone's lives, whether they have ADHD or not. The increase in ownership of smartphones with all that lovely internet-y type things <laughs> uh, and increased smartphone use. A study in Korea suggested that 20% of the general population overuse their smartphones. So, okay. So that's smartphone use. Yeah. And that's a statistic in, in the Korean population. I was very quickly this morning looking up whether it's an addiction. Is it an addiction, though? And I'm asking for a friend who does a lot of something and wonders if he, I mean, um, wonders if they might actually be addicted. To, to, to something or to smartphones? <laughs> something, anything, really. You know, just the difference in misuse and an addiction. But is, is smartphone use, is it an addiction? Because people talk about sugar addiction and... And other things that we could be addicted to where it, it could not be under the, the dictionary or the DSM definition in addiction. No, I mean, it's a really fair point. Do you not think I prepared for that, James, when I wrote this no, script? No, I did. I hoped. I really, I really hoped when you wrote this script, Alex, that you didn't prepare for that. But it's funny. People don't often, especially in the media, understand the difference between. So there's use and abuse and there's dependence right. and addiction. Dependence is when there's a withdrawal effect if you with, if you take it away. Addiction is when when there isn't, but it's continued and unhealthy use. So it, from a, a normal person language, I think it's fair to say that if you're using smartphones to a point where it affects you and the people around you and you'd rather not, but you can't stop, then yeah, I don't think it's unreasonable from a psychological point of view it, it wouldn't be in a the dsm statistical manual mm. but whereas gambling and alcohol would for example um it's controversial even though the scientific literature seems to report that the prevalence of smartphone usage and addiction is increasing especially in adolescents one study quite recent study suggested that um, the majority of the fee the research declares that smartphones are addictive they didn't find sufficient support from an addiction perspective to confirm the existence of that uh-huh 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 <laughs> a little bit like last week alex um yeah. what about the adhd thing you know you know when we set this podcast up it was, yeah. it was loosely about adhd uh, do you want to uh, yeah. talk a little bit about that part of things patience professor brown patience <laughs> smartphone apps give us dopamine reward or the other neurotransmitters are available <laughs> and the, but this this isn't an accident it's Flipping well ruddy engineered into them. Mm. The apps are designed to attract and hold our attention. App engineers employ techniques, I mean geeks, they're just geeks, which target the brain's <laughs> reward systems. And and one of them, the really, really classic one is that pull to refresh feature when you pull mm. down on your screen and it refreshes. Have you got a new message or have you not? Have you though? Ooh, let's have another go. Refresh again. It's uncertain. So the pull to refresh may or may not reward the user with a new email message or Instagram like or a reply to mm. comment on the 10 best operators forum. For example, <laughs> in pathological gamblers, evidence has shown that uncertainty drives a bigger dopamine spike than actually receiving money. 
what this means is wow. anticipate. I know, right? Shocking. I mean, it makes sense when you think about, oh, scratch, scratch, like refresh, refresh, refresh. Ding, ding, ding. What this means is anticipating a reward. Yeah, that was weird. A re- anticipating a reward is more enjoyable or at least more motivating than actually receiving the reward. As James always says, for Freude is the best of Freude. Anticipation is the best <laughs> kind of pleasure. <laughs> and the joke would have been better if it was Sam because obviously she's a German man. Yeah, she is. That's true. It would have been good. Um, I forgot where I was. I was thinking about a photo I found of Sam yesterday. Definitely ding. <laughs> ding. Um, which I've, I've got to show you after this. I might put it up on Instagram. For my wedding. Amazing. Honestly, I'll, sh- I'll show you in a bit. Um, I got distracted because of the thing. I do apologize. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I know. So receiving this reward and anticipating this reward can apply to when smartphone users refresh any app just as much as a gambler playing roulette. <laughs> or Baccarat, which I prefer, as it's dead snobby. It, that, that was you, was it, James? You added that? It was. Well, again, yeah. the joke's on you for adding that to the script because actually my Baccarat paddle doubles as an excellent wooden stakeboard. <laughs> you definitely don't know. You're, you're, I mean, speaking of cool people, you're kind of like a reverse George Clooney, aren't, <laughs> aren't you? Everything that he exudes, you're, you're the antithesis of. Anyway, please finish your boring bit of nonsense. Don't be impatient, James. To lose patience is to lose the battle, as Gandhi said. That's the theory anyway. What about evidence? There are some studies looking specifically at ADHD. And what they have found, broadly speaking, not every single little bit of evidence, Maria. ADHD (laughs) symptoms. We got told off by one of our friends for not putting all the research in. ADHD (sighs) symptoms have been positively correlated with smartphone addiction. Addiction in inverted commas. Rabbit ears. Mm -hmm. Adolescents diagnosed with ADHD scored significantly higher in smartphone addiction. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Does, does that mean you accept rabbit ears now? Oh, it's for you and Sam. I'm trying to be accessible. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. So uh, people with ADHD, higher scores, smartphone addiction than those without ADHD. Several studies have shown this. Um, attention deficit was the most associated symptom of internet in general addiction, which is obviously probably related to smartphone addiction. Back to career. Remember that 20% of the general population who overused them? Well, mm-hmm. a study in our fellow ADHDers, which I'm still not comfortable with as a term, <laughs> found that 40% of ADHD patients were smartphone addicts, not just overuse, were more susceptible to addiction due to poor attention and poor inhibition of our brains. Interesting. Um, any that thoughts on that, like you were Mrs. ADHD? No, no, I was. The last bit, 40% compared to yeah. if it is 20%. Any thoughts yeah. on that, Mrs. ADHD? Is that just in Korea? It's a great uh, question. Really good question. Uh, uh, no, no probably not. But, you know, that's why we have to do these international studies. It's a really good question. It's really important whenever you read a the, paper to see where it is. The 40% is interesting. And again, you, you can't compare to two different populations, but the, the statistic I read this morning in the general population is 6.25%. So if if there are generalizable statistics, then that's almost 10 times as likely, well, about eight times as likely, isn't it? So that's interesting for once, yeah. Alex. Well done. Okay, we'll take a break and then we'll come back with some uh, personal reflections, which I think will probably be a bit more chaotic than the first part. See you in a bit. Alex, hi. 
Hello, Governor. Okay. Welcome back Someone's to now. part two of episode 72, ADHD and smartphone use. Sorry, I had to read it before the ticker went away. Episode 72 what? <laughs> oh, let me do it again then. Welcome back to part two of episode 72 of the ADHD Adults podcast. Uh, we're talking about ADHD and smartphone use today. Boom. And what do we do in part two? <laughs> we're back with personal reflections on ADHD and smartphone use. We are brilliant. So who do you want to go first, Sam? Um, you. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> If only, okay. if only like the Germans, Sam, we had a plural and a singular use of, of you informal. <laughs> and then... uh, I'll go you first use, because obviously I'm... Use is the plural. Yeah. Use, if you're from use Belfast. Use. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, she doesn't know more than one person, though, so she's not used to uh, using that language. Okay, so, my God. So... Obviously, like everybody else, I use my smartphone a lot, like a, a, a ludicrous amount. The, with the iPhone, I don't know if it's the same. You, <clears throat> you have a non-iPhone, don't you, Alex, which is inferior in, in, in most ways. Is that right? I do, yeah. yeah. Obviously. Does, uh, does yours tell Samsung. you on a weekly basis what your screen time is? I mean, it would if I asked it, but I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not. So my, my... Yeah, you're not, I'm smart a bit. Yeah, it was weird. There was a slight funny delay. I'm not a real. I don't use my smartphone that much, so it's. it's I know it's, an, it's annoying. It's wow. annoying actually. He does, he does things like cooking and walking and stuff that wow. normal human beings do. Sam, it's it's mental. Yeah. That must be um, really my, good. Well, it's yeah. It's because of an addiction, essentially. So a bit. Yeah, my 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 daily screen time is normally between six and nine hours, which is. When you think about it, completely ludicrous because I'm asleep oh, yeah. for a good, in, in, or in bed for a good. I don't, Christ knows, two and a half hours. Meant, <laughs> meant, yeah, meant to be at work for a lot of those hours, but it's it's all the time. Now, I get genuine, genuine, genuine separation anxiety if I realise I've left my my phone at home. Depending on how far into a journey it is, I have to turn back and get it. Not there are pragmatic reasons for that, you know people needing to get hold of you but that's not the reason i get turned back and get it the reason is the fear that i won't be able to yeah exactly if anyone ever finds what's on there then you know exactly i'm going to jail um <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the reason is the fear that i won't be able to 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 get that update on whether somebody liked a post that i did or find the metrics which i check Ugh. i can't tell you how many times a day i check the metrics on this podcast Oh, it no. must it's be it's, tw it's, tw it's 20 it, you know it really is um now that that's so that's my side of thing i would say a heavy smartphone user probably leading you know towards that uh addicted uh side of the spectrum of use possibly but my experience from living with somebody who was about to give their personal reflections on smartphone use is before we realized that adhd you know, we had the thing i fucking hated it when Mrs. ADHD was on her smartphone, because I thought, and I've said this before, it's not a, a new piece of information. I thought, well, that's obviously more interesting than me then, isn't it? You know, in in the same way that there were things I did, which she thought, well, he's obviously not interested in me. <laughs> Tends to turn alarms off um, <laughs> if if we can. 
So it's a medication alarm. No, I know fine. I wouldn't take this otherwise. You see, sorry. No, that's that's fine. I, I need to set mine actually. So it's a, it's a handy reminder. I, yeah, I know I hated it. I thought it was something that um, meant that she she liked me less. Now I understand far, and accept far more the fact that actually this is giving her something her brain lacks. This is giving her internal peace and quiet when she's focusing on whatever it is on her phone. And we still this is largely down to communication. I now don't care if she's on her phone. And I think sometimes, and Sam will talk about this in her personal reflection. Sometimes if I say to her, do you want me to pause this? Or I just wait for her to finish what she's doing. She, I think feels attacked, but I'm genuinely not bothered by it. I just understand that it's giving her internal peace and therefore I want her to have that. So the baggage that we were able to lo lose or release, because I realized the reason that she was so addicted to her smartphone was because it was one of the few things that gave her dopamine other neurotransmitters are available and she's obviously a massively heavy porn user mm -hmm. um that you know i then felt better doing that so i kind of i get it now and i didn't before which means what's we can segue in, what's so, heavy porn i think i need to make some notes no so, so not a user of heavy porn a heavy oh, user of porn sorry. right my bad <laughs> heavy porn <laughs> sam what about you mrs adhd yeah i um i love my phone although i still can mm. completely forget where it is and lose it for whole days um mm. and and leave the house without it and all that stuff um and i i in true me fashion it it kind of uh, what i'm addicted to on my phone varies mm. so for a while, it was Instagram, and I've got like 50,000 accounts, and I was obsessed with doing that. <laughs> Completely lost interest with that now. And it's just all logic puzzles, and that's just all I want to do. So it tends to be games at the minute. But, yeah, it can be all all different things all the time. And, it, it yeah, it used to cause a lot of arguments. It still does a little bit because, you know, we've still got, emotional dysregulation and RSD and all the things. So, you know, if I am paying attention to something else instead of James, of course, he's going to get upset. Um, but yeah, it's that I think, I think, sorry. So what's your school now? You're not supposed to bring attention to my hand. Honestly, you two, you should have seen it last, <laughs> last week, Sam James three times said, yeah, Alex. Yes. When I had my hand up, ableism interruptions coming. And welcome to the, Ab the ableism podcast with Dr. <laughs> Alex Connor. <laughs> Criticising your hair, James, is not ableism. That's a choice. <laughs> this isn't um, a choice with no hair. No, obviously. So yeah, you, and how, have... What's your screen? What What is your screen time, Sam? I don't know. How do I know that? I don't know. I don't know I, we'll look later. It's on your phone. We'll, we'll look in the break so we can report back in part three, but okay. it tells you on your phone. <gasps> oh, yeah. But yeah, I have to, if, I, if I'm watching TV, or I have to be... I'm on my phone. One thing is not enough to occupy me. So if I'm watching TV <laughs> or oh doing God, something else, I tend to be playing games on my phone as well, which can be annoying for, yeah. for people. Like your passengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, so do you both see, you both clearly overuse the phone in your own yeah. words, I think. Do you want yeah. to reduce it? Yeah. Do you, James? No. no. Oh. You can separate mine into functional heavy use, which is using it for work, sending emails, yeah. using it for the charity, using it for social media for the charity. And then the more 
non-functional use so i'm wordscapes is a game that i'm obsessed with at the minute and the other night i lay there because i couldn't sleep for six hours playing it probably it didn't help me try to sleep no um, definitely not Bl- melatonin I, beat yes I, yeah i know um but also in the, in the bath anytime that i have downtime kind of me time in I'll, I'll play that game so I, I don't want to use it less because Maybe I'm making this up. Maybe this is a bit like when I was addicted to opioids and I pretended I wasn't because they were giving me migraines. I was like, went through a whole six-month process of, well, there's got to be a reason for these migraines because I didn't <laughs> want to admit I had to stop taking opioids. Oh, so maybe yeah. it's it's that. It's it's the addiction saying, no, I don't need to use my, my phone less. Or maybe I actually don't, but I don't feel that way, which is interesting because Sam really does, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like one thing to be enough for me. I'd like to be fully absorbed in something else that I'm doing. I was laughing too hard to do it. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to actually be fully engaged with one thing and not have to play mm. some stupid shitty game on my phone as well. Yeah. To be honest, I'd just like to be a normal person. Is that too much to ask? I'd just like not to be me. Really. Yeah, uh, yeah it is. Wait, it is absolutely yeah. not going to happen. I mean, this is that is yeah. the whole point of emotional acceptance. Blah blah blah. I think there are ways of choosing your activity to be one that you're more likely to do mm. in its entirety. And, and so, two things quickly before we move on to Alex's reflections. The first thing is, it's clear that Sam can focus or hyper-focus on other things. The Lego story from a couple of weeks ago, the phone was invisible to her because she was so focused on Lego. So if there's a new thing like macrame or marble parkour or Lego or something that she just gets that bigger reward from, she will focus on that. And the other thing I forgot because I've got ADHD. So um, Alex, what about your, what about your personal reflections? I fucking hate smartphones. I think they're the Mm. devil. The devil. Yeah. I think they're, not they're the one. Devil, Al. I think they're. <laughs> they're not literally the devil. Not literally I the devil. think that they're arguably one of the most damaging things that has happened to our society. I, I honestly do. I'm really, and I know there's things, really positive things they can do, especially if you've got a disability mm. or you're marginalised. They can be really good, but this wild west free fall dopamine rush of the engineers with the apps is is destroying us a bit. I see it all the time. Um, I had a serious computer game addiction and smartphone addiction for many years to the point which was really, really damaging. I'm sure I've told this story. After I got over my computer game addiction, I was lying, um, having to lie in in bed, and and my eldest daughter was two, and I was playing on my phone, like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. She was lying on my shoulder chatting away, and I was really obsessed. I used to be checking Twitter and Facebook on my laptop, and I'd shut my laptop down, and then I'd reach for my phone and open up the same apps mm. and check them. And I, I'd like it's and that is 20, 30 times a day, as well as playing computer games and getting angry with people interrupting me and awful. And I was I was scrolling away with with uh, my daughter on my on my shoulder. She was chatting. I was scrolling away at nothing, Facebook or the Cecilia Bartoli fan club, something normal. <laughs> and <laughs> it was it was Twitter, actually. I was scrolling through Twitter and I read a single tweet. And it said, who are you ignoring while reading and scrolling through these tweets? Oh. I know. And I looked down and I hadn't heard a word she'd said. Didn't you tell I'm this, like, like, last week? It was <laughs> about a year ago. Really? But... Not a year ago. I, well, I don't, I don't remember. It certainly wasn't last week. But beautifully oh, interjected. Okay. Fair enough. It Sorry. was the timing. <laughs> yeah. 
Really, a really emotional point as well. So thanks. <laughs> it's almost, it's almost, it's almost, it's almost up there with our shorthand for, for mental health crisis now, which is it's lovely up there. Yeah, oh, it's lovely up there, isn't it? Oh, look up there! It's a lovely view. What it was was a massive shock. I realised I was filling mm. all of my life with this bullshit, and I, I, I that day I made changes, and I, I've kept them to this day, like four or five years later. Um, and never look back. I'm really happy with it. I, I stopped Facebook immediately. That was difficult, but I just shut it down. And I made a deal with myself that I can look at my phone whenever I want. Anytime I want, I can look at it. But I had to get up and walk across the room to pick it up to access it. Mm. Because saying to myself, I won't do this. We've talked about that, didn't we, last week? You can't just mm. stop things. You can't, you know, nobody, it doesn't really work as a resolution. I here last week. I know the week before, Sam. Do you remember resolutions don't work as well if you're trying to just quit something? Yeah, you were there. It's well, you were there physically. Um, <laughs> ding. So what I did was I would put it somewhere on charge. Usually, if I wanted to impulsively reach for it, I couldn't. But if I needed to check something, even if it was like check Twitter, I I I, I would stand up and walk over to it because that's the problem. It's just the impulsive. Constantly patting my jeans. Oh, my phone there. Got to check it. Mm. Got, got to check it every fucking 30 seconds. They're not jeans, James. They're more of a pleated trouser, but you can see I'm <laughs> trying to be accessible. It has been brilliant. And I still use my phone and I can now have it in my pocket without checking it after two or three years. Mm. I'm still vigilant though. It is just physically keeping it not in arm's reach. I have to consciously choose to walk to it. That's it. I've, I've got to say, for. For the first time, though, that that is an inc- it's an incredibly useful personal reflection for me because now I know why it is that you don't answer messages sometimes for entire weekends about yeah, yeah. really important stuff. Well, important uh, subjective <laughs> thing. This is where CBT but, 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 would help you, James. Fuck off! But this is where it comes down to one of the things that I do, and this isn't ADHD related. Is I expect other people to act and think the same way that I do. So yeah. that means I expect people to be compassionate, which makes me sound like, oh, look at me, I'm compassionate. But if I send a message to someone, and bear in mind that I don't answer messages also for days for some people, not because I don't care, but because as soon as a message disappears off the first page of WhatsApp, it's dead to me. And Whereas I, do I haven't got my messages. phone. I literally, I'm in the forest it, I, for eight hours. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have it. Yeah. I've got it in the, in the wagon. It, or something. Is that how long it takes to get rid of the bodies? <laughs> But what yeah. if somebody got you and like, what if you needed to call emergency services in the forest because? What, cause like a psycho. The ch- the chances of two murderers being. Well, okay. What, 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 I was going to say what if, if you found a body, yeah. but you would have put it there. Yeah, exactly. So. What if you stumbled over because of the massive top heavy weight of your head and fractured your ankle in the forest? <laughs> well, it would be all right. Vitamin R, my friends, vitamin R, and the R stands for risk. Life without risk is is really just a shallow, pathetic nothing. Like it when, when I, I have when, phone. I leave it. I leave when, it in the cabinet. Any risk in your life? It does. Sometimes sure. he buys. Jazz, I've never sometimes, he buys sometimes he buys jazz albums by artists that he's never listened to before. Sam. Oh. Anyway, I really do do that. Oh, fuck me. Anyway, time for our weekly game of what's James lost, forgotten, oh, or mislaid this boom. week. I know, I know, and I only do this. So you won all because we're going annually now, aren't you, Al? Boom. Yeah. So 
I don't think you actually know this one, Mrs. ADHD, so you can pull whatever faces you want. But this is, I couldn't be asked to write another one. This is car instead of cars. You had cars last week. I, I, so um, this is car related and uh, it's something that is, is at the, at the oh, time I don't I get a choice. funny. No, you don't because I didn't have time to write another one because I stayed in bed too late. You so, lazy bastard. I, I forgot um, something to do with my car in the last week. And there are three options. So first of all, did I drive to the supermarket and not only leave it unlocked, but leave the boot open because I'd got some bags out of the boot? Like wide mm. open? Yeah, like wide open, not just unlocked. Okay. The boot was open. Okay. Mm. That's option one. B, did I forget how many pedals there were in the car? And option uh, C, or three, did I take the wrong keys, leaving Mrs. ADHD stranded somewhere? Ooh. I think that James's absolute genius has just told us that Sam wouldn't know what this was, and if she'd yeah, been stranded somewhere, that. she'd probably... Yeah. So you're down to two, you're down to two again? I, thought, I fucked this up last week, but you, you didn't get a 50-50 <laughs> last week, so you're not going to this week, but this week, <laughs> mate, to be honest, are you? No, exactly. Um, I think it isn't the pedals because I've been in a car with you, James, and you just wildly mash at them inexpertly <laughs> and like hope that something works. Absolutely terrible. Therefore, it's big open boot. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. You're wrong. Uh, um, I we have how many pedals. We've got. Yeah, we have. We have to. We have to. We have. An, uh, we have the electric car, which is automatic, and we have a mini, which is a manual. And I got in, and I genuinely thought, "Hang on a minute." I put my left foot on a pedal, don't I? And I looked down because I couldn't see the accelerator and I could just see two pedals. I was right. So which one's which and what do they do? And I sat there for about a minute trying to work out. I have to have my, my foot on one when I start the car. And then I remember, <laughs> oh, no, there's, there's three. There is an, there's, there's a little one down there, the accelerator. Forgot how many pedals a manual car has. That's amazing. I don't drive a manual is, isn't it? at all. Because both one of my cars are really old, automatic from the 80s. And the other one's yeah. automatic as well. And I keep, when I have to borrow a car, I just stall it constantly like an idiot. Yeah, like a really poor driver. Anyway, so that's two. One, you're down two. One um, for the year, which is good. And we will, on that delightful note, take a break. And we'll be back in part three with Samantha's screen time statistics and some what it, spunk trumping. See you in a bit. Spunk trumping. Welcome back to episode 72 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we're talking about everything smartphone addiction. This is part three, or spunk trumping, as James calls it, where we're giving our, well, I'm giving top tips, Sam doesn't know what's going on, and James is just going to give the weakest advice you've ever heard in your life yeah. about smartphone addiction, despite having an actual smartphone addiction. Mm. Let's uh, absolutely crack one out from James, shall we? James, do you want to start with your top tips? If you already forgotten that we said Sam would go first, <laughs> obviously, obviously, no. I have not forgotten. <laughs> I was not listening. Okay. Sam, <laughs> Sam, tell us about your smartphone top tips. Okay, so things that I do that can work. Um, if I'm working from home, I give my phone to James, or I put it in a completely separate room so that I can't look at it, mm. and then because I can get really quickly hyper-focused on things. So mm -hmm. once I get absorbed, I'm fine. I won't even think about my phone. Um, 
after a certain time at night, I go to bed very, very early. Um, I then try not to look at my phone. Uh, sorry, James. Um, it doesn't always Why? work. Um, because if I look at my phone, it keeps me awake. Is it physically accessible to you? Yeah. Without having to get out of bed? Yes. Okay. Um, so just sorry. So is yours not out? What if somebody called you with an emergency in the middle of the night? Is it in the, the room? But like, I think obviously you've got a massive, probably you know, twenty foot by twenty foot bedroom in your mansion, and you've probably got a butler there holding your phone for you during the night. But but how do you just, just put it in the library? <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you have an actual alarm clock instead of your phone? It only needs to be two meters away, so you have to physically mm. get out of bed to check it and put it back. Have you charged your two meters away? Job done, honestly. But then, when you, got... how do you check yeah. the time in the middle of the night? When we've, you... all, we've also got no, we've, there's there's no two meters away in our bedroom. We've got a pretty decent sized bedroom. Yeah. So again, it comes back. So so everybody, the top tip is have a mansion, and in that mansion, <laughs> your bedroom that is mansion, not one point nine meters square. Don't be that. No, but, but there's a fucking ridiculous. there's a bed in there, though, isn't there? A very large bed, so it's so she doesn't have to the touch it during the room. night. Yeah, it you know, does. in the court, when you look in, look, look at, look from your pillow to the, to the, to the wall See? there. On there's a, there might be a table or a dresser. In fact, I know there isn't. No, in your house. no, there isn't. No, no, not in the bed. There's no, just no, the bed in our room. There, no, and there's a pole which she never uses for a pole. Yeah, fitness, I need to which take is, that which is in the bedroom. I've never used it. I, no, exactly. Anyway, uh, so physical activity. Then you can you put it at the foot of the bed, so you have to like l sit up to check it. Oh. We're going to tread on that and break it. You, this this is classic addiction. It feels like no, talking no, to somebody it, with an alcohol or a drug addiction. This is making this is really classic, logical. This is this is classic privilege from somebody that has a massive bedroom and doesn't <laughs> understand that there might not be somewhere pragmatic that's two meters away for me to put a phone. Anyway, yes. I'll carry on. My phone is always on silent. I mean, I'm saying that as if I do this to stop me from doing things because I can't, I can't deal with any noise at all. Um, but it, and, and I've set it so that it doesn't give me any notifications either because obviously if it is then next to me on my bed or wherever, I'm going to get distracted. So no notifications on silent. So, so I, I don't tend to get involved with social media and messages and things like that. That's not what I get bogged down with if I look at it as games. Anyway. Top tips, things that have worked in the top tips, things that have worked in the past <laughs> is having set times to use my phone to use my phone. Yeah. Oh, were you going to say that one? You shouldn't. Have no, 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 no. The top tips. I was saying bastards up because oh, right. again, <laughs> you, you pick you, you're and now and now I've just fucking highlighted it. Oh, fuck, just carry on. I've forgotten top tips. Anyway, Thanks. back to top tips. <laughs> tips. Um, Things that have worked for me in the past have set times to look at your phone. That works well. During films and TV, have regular breaks to look at your phone because otherwise you'll annoy the shit out of James, um, who really <laughs> loves films and you have to be on your phone the whole time. So we have regular breaks throughout. Find a compromise that acts as a reward. So if you don't look at your phone, you'll get time to do other things which can be rewarding or you'll put up with the other things in anticipation of that reward of looking at your phone at the end of however long that you're doing the thing for. I don't know if that makes sense. Whatever mm. you do is unlikely to last long anyway. So just try different stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's good. I'll take some yeah. of that. Um, Alex, do you want to go next? Okay, right. If you spend all day in the hairdressers, sooner or later you're going to get a haircut. What? If yeah, he said, to me, he said this to me last night, and I have to agree, it's a very good... Um, what does that mean? It means, Sam, if you can access your phone, you will. If you sit in a hairdresser, you yeah. get a haircut. If you sit in a bar, you're going to at some point have a drink of alcohol. I used if to own got... the hairdressers and yeah. it's not guaranteed that you would get a haircut. What, you never had a haircut? <laughs> I've had a haircut. But, uh, yeah, but, you, she worked, uh, she worked, she, but you worked there. It's a little bit like some. So imagine, for example, you're a heavy drug user and you've got drugs in the house. You're going to use them. Imagine you're yeah. a binge eater and you've got all the shit food in the house. Yeah. You're going to eat it. Imagine. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, can, exactly. I can't imagine that. For you, imagine <laughs> Sam. You're right. Okay, I get it now. I get it. I get it. With all addiction, one of the biggest, biggest, uh, um, and this is my tip of the tongue response brain not working. The biggest cofactor of allowing that addiction to happen is opportunity. And that's why I know that you're going to say, oh, you put it in the library. Well, I do sometimes put it in the library. That's not relevant. <laughs> but if, if you make it harder for yourself, ding, then you, have to, you will be less likely, and it's all about probability, you will be less yeah. likely to use that phone. One caveat tip, I think, is that if it's, if it's replacing something else, something much worse then you have to think about whether the the cold turkey of something like using a smartphone is mm. going to lead you down behaviours. For example, as we all know, I am not brilliant with alcohol, or rather I'm really fucking good at it, <laughs> and I'm not drinking at the moment, which is really wonderful. And I use Sudoku on the phone to, to get those little bits of reward. Yes, James, Sudoku. Expert Sudoku. Just don't. Uh, is that... Sorry. Go on. Yeah. Um, is that okay to swap? Because this is something I do a lot. Um, so I, because it's the only thing I can do is to swap one addiction for another. Yeah. Is that okay to do that? It's a really, really brilliant question. It's probably the question in the field of ADHD addiction at the moment. And the short answer is yes, with massive caveat. So, so if if it is healthier and less like acutely dangerous, then it is better, but not good. Yeah. And it, so, crystal, so, so crystal meth is is probably a no. It's a, that's a, it's a, an orange, yeah. isn't it? In the in the traffic light system, <laughs> very much an orange. Um, I, as you well, I I I swap drugs for exercise. I do running and cycling and so worst, on. Worst trade ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I swapped cool for not cool. <laughs> the drugs are good, kids. <laughs> no, but that's good. I get, I get it. It is good, but there are elements of it that aren't great, and there are elements of smartphone use, obviously, that we've described that aren't great. But if the alternative is, you know, smack, I don't know yeah. what that is. Then, 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 yeah, then okay. it's better, well, isn't it? And there are no rules, remember, mm. to the universe. We're just trying to muddle through. Hope we get out alive. So well, I, there I guess... are, but they're just arbitrary rules that were created by people hundreds of years ago that we just blindly accept. Well, I don't. Don't follow any of them. None of know. them. Remember, he's a oh, yeah, rebel yeah, in rabbit yeah. ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no the psychopath in rabbit ears, the rebel is. <laughs> 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 
my mum and dad used to call me always as a kid. He's the rebel without a clues here. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so, to your face. Yeah, it was, yeah. What about you, James? I guess we have to hear your utter bollocks, seeing as you do eight yeah. and a half hours on your phone every day. Yeah. Stops you doing so, nine. No, it's interesting, though, because my the, the, the top tips I'm going to talk about are ones that I've thought of for Mrs. ADHD, but not applied to myself, even though... <laughs> so, but, by the way, in the break, you we know. worked out that Mrs. ADHD's screen time on a normal week is probably about 10 hours a day. So that's oh, higher higher than mine. And but we, this we have week, tried one to... hour 40. Exactly, exactly, yeah. largely due to death. Um, death. We've worked out in the past that having a box or a drawer to put them in and like you say Al, having them away from you works for a while and having almost like giving a child sweets when it does a poo having a time where you say right you can have your phone for five minutes and then both excitedly running over to the box or the drawer and having our phone and just checking things for five minutes and putting James, it away this is exactly my point don't put a time limit don't restrict yourself say you can check your phone whenever and as much as you want you just have to physically have move you to get it us? Yeah, yeah, but you just have to get what... stand up and get it. Then you, you're not restricting yourself. <laughs> you are honestly. I know adults don't have oppositional defiance disorder. It's in the DSM that they don't. But this this cunt does. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I never use uh, the C word. <laughs> that's your first. No, I think that might be your second C bomb. Yes. Really so the second tip is whether that works or not, is, as we've just talked about, track your screen time. Get an idea of what your baseline is if you want to reduce your use mm. and set yourself a realistic target. So a coaching oh, approach. Will be... Yeah, that's one way of doing it. A coaching approach might be, well, the topic is smartphone use. My goal is to use my smartphone less, you know, but in four weeks' time. There are different options we've talked about, such as putting it away from you, etc. Um, Alex is sinking down in his chair for some reason. Um and therefore, you can see and measure if you're making progress. So if your screen time reduces by half an hour a day after the first week, you can say, you know, this is working great. And as Mrs. ADHD says, gamify against yourself, against the target that you've set. Um, the other things, and Alex has mentioned or bored us about this in the past, use the blue light filter. If you're going to use it before bed, ideally, you shouldn't use it before bed. But if, like Mrs. ADHD, it's just this utter center of dopamine other neurotransmitters are available release then use the blue filter before bed to try and reduce some of that stimulation um from the light um yeah and try and have a cutoff time if you can try and have all this is try because again if you if you are genuinely addicted or a heavy user of a smartphone it's it's very difficult to just say well i'll stop doing that then so mm. just try these things and and see if any of them work Okay. Okay, brilliant. It wasn't it wasn't just to you, but it can be. Right, product recommendation of the week. There's a couple. One is a box or a drawer to put your phone in. The Ooh, other box. is I'm privileged. <laughs> 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 uh... <laughs> no, I've got to use my sock again instead of a tissue. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> <laughs> I squirted uh, it all over myself. Ding. Ding. Um the other the other and this is there's, there there is irony in this. The other product recommendation is an app, but there are apps, um, one called Digital Wellbeing that can help you, can can literally control elements of your phone um 
to try and reduce the amount of time you spend on digital well-being is just one of them but there are lots of apps designed to help you engage more healthily with your phone because they are incredibly useful things i can't remember the exact quote from tim berners lee when the internet was invented but he talked about the fact that it was incredibly powerful but also had potential to be you know damaging and and smartphones are that too so that was episode 72 of the ADHD Adults podcast where we talked about ADHD and smartphone use or addiction. If for some reason you enjoyed this episode, why not support the charity on the link provided? Because otherwise Alex is going to have to share the 256 color images from his Motorola phone that he took in an indiscreet situation on a very, very niche website. <laughs> As usual, porn. contact us. Heavy porn website, yeah. Contact us on the Discord um, community or on the socials. Or, yeah, or, or the ticker. We're yes, not, James not makes mistakes with his mouth, ding. <laughs> um, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye, all. Trigger warning, clacks on. Clacks on, clacks on. Clacks on, clacks on. Big clacks on. Trigger warning, clacks on. Clacks on, clacks on. Clacks on, clacks on. Clacks on, clacks on.